Good afternoon. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams, for another episode of New Horizons, the daily radio and podcast ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. I am so thankful that you have joined me for today's episode. And if you want any more information about the church, please visit us on our website, www.flatcreekchurch.net. And you can find out all of our service times, calendars, events, how to engage right there on our website. We would love to have you become a part of Flat Creek. Today, we're going to look some at the resurrection of Jesus. You know, it was just over a week ago that we were celebrating Resurrection Sunday. And I know that so many of you took an opportunity to go to your church, to go to your small group, uh, maybe even in our day to gather around the television with your family and friends to worship the Lord Jesus Christ on Resurrection Sunday. Now, you do know uh, that just because we as believers take a moment yearly to to really just focus in on the resurrection, uh, that, that day being Resurrection Sunday, that there are all kinds of theories surrounding the resurrection of Jesus. Now, I want to just give a few of them to you. One of them is found right here in Matthew 28. Matthew 28, verse number 11, it says, As they were on their way, some of the guards came into the city and reported to the chief priest everything that had happened. After the priest had assembled with the elders and agreed on a plan, they gave the soldiers a large sum of money and told them, Say this, his disciples came during the night and stole him while we were sleeping. And so when we look at this, we see that immediately after the resurrection of Jesus, a lie was being circulated that Jesus' body had been stolen by the disciples. That becomes one of the major theories of our day. You see, friends, there is an empty tomb in Jerusalem. There has never been a time in history where a body, that being the body of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, has ever been discovered. Why? It's because he has risen. However, the enemy has put it into the hearts of men that there are these different ideas that should somehow explain away the resurrection of Jesus. The earliest being that the disciples came and stole his body. Let me give you a few of these others uh, this morning, this afternoon, these theories uh, that are out there. One would be what we know as the hallucination theory, that the apostles were under such distress that they all had this mass hallucination and just and just had a vision that the Lord Jesus Christ was in front of them. Now, if you go all the way over to 1 Corinthians, you'll find that 500 people actually saw Jesus resurrected. And so, and so the, the, the liberals, the skeptics would have us to believe that 500 people all had a hallucination that was exactly the same. And this hallucination was that Jesus appeared. Now, friends, I will tell you this. When we think about a hallucination, uh, there's never been a record at any time in human history of what we would call mass hallucination where everyone hallucinated the same thing. Hallucinations vary 
from person to person because every single person's mind is different. So if 500 people had a hallucination, they would all come out of that hallucination with different stories. Not so with the 12, not so with the 500. They all testified they had seen the risen Lord Jesus Christ in the flesh. The second theory they would have us to believe is what's known as the imposter theory. That that it wasn't Jesus who actually resurrected from the dead. It, It was just somebody that looked like Jesus that the apostles became confused and began to believe this was Jesus. However, friends, I want to point you to John 21 because there it says on the Sea of Galilee that, that, that the Lord Jesus was there and he was eating fish with his disciples. And John testifies and says, and none of us ask who he was because we knew It was the Lord. Friends, they knew exactly who he was. There was no debate. There was no argumentation. There was no impersonation. There was no imposter. This was the resurrected Lord Jesus Christ. The next theory they would have us to believe is what's known as the swoon theory. The idea that Jesus didn't really die on the cross. He simply passed out and went into a coma, uh, just succumbed to his injuries, but did not fully die. And then they took the body of Jesus and put him into a tomb. And when they put him into a tomb, the cold, damp air of the tomb somehow healed his body miraculously. And three days later, he got up and came out of the tomb. Now, friends, Two things on that. Number one, let me remind you that the Romans were experts at crucifixion. You did not come down off the cross unless you were dead. As a matter of fact, we see that the other two that were on the cross next to Jesus, their legs were broken in order to speed up the process of their death. But with Jesus, he was already dead. And that was signified by what? Putting the sword in his side and blood and water came out. And scientists for a long time thought this was uh, just kind of a fairy tale, some kind of symbolism John was trying to use. But we know now through scientific experiment that the way a person would die on the cross was actually through asphyxiation. So their lungs would fill up with fluid to the point of bursting. It's almost like they drown on the cross. And so when the, the spear was put into his side, the fluid poured out. That is signifying that, yes, Jesus was unequivocally dead. The second idea would be this, that that they put him in the tomb and that somehow the cold, damp air healed his body. Yet, friends, when he came out, there wasn't a bruise. Uh, There wasn't a a scar of a lash. The only scars that were there were the nail-pierced hands and the the sword-pierced side. But when they saw him, his body was resurrected. His body was glorified. He didn't look the same as he did when he went in the tomb. So the swoon theory, once again, just kind of fades away. The next would be the spiritual resurrection theory. That it wasn't his body that raised, but his spirit raised. Well, friends, that doesn't answer the question of why there was an empty tomb. Because if only his spirit was resurrected and they simply saw a ghost well, his body would still be lying in the tomb. But that's not the case, is it? No. Why? Because his body got up. He has been resurrected. And then the last one would be the unknown tomb. 
that they went to a tomb that they did not recognize, that they did not know, mistaking it for the tomb of Jesus, and it was empty. But friends, let me remind you that they actually went to the tomb. Joseph of Arimathea, he had bought this tomb. He knew this tomb well because it was his own. And so he would have known whether or not the tomb they went to was actually the tomb that he had put the body of Jesus in alongside of Nicodemus. It wasn't an unknown tomb. It was a known tomb in a garden just off the side of Golgotha. They knew exactly where it was. Friends, you see all these theories, all these different theories that are out there today. Well, friends, I come to just rest my faith on the one idea, and that is the truth. That Jesus has been resurrected from the dead. I would say it would take more faith to believe in a mass hallucination and an imposter in the fact that maybe Jesus didn't really die. They were able to steal his body away from a Roman soldiers or that he spiritually resurrected or they went to an unknown tomb. I would say that it takes more faith to believe one of those preposterous theories than it does to just believe that Jesus really did resurrect. I pray that that is what you believe today because it is what the Bible testifies over and over again. It's the foundation of our faith. I pray your day is blessed. God bless you, and I will see you tomorrow.